0: Celebrating the life of Utah Jazz legend, Jerry Sloan. he was an open book really when you talk about Jerry Sloan and even
1: those who may not have played for him but knew him um, they knew what kind of man he was I mean he was a tough SOB with a kind heart with one of the biggest hearts of anybody I've ever met Um, and I think you you can put those two characteristics in one person Uh, it's not often you see that but with Jerry Sloan you got what you got and you respected it Uh, if you knew anything about him as a player if you didn't know anything about him as a player uh, you better get On the internet or something and and find out about him because, you know, he was a quintessential warrior as a player when he got into coaching. He made warriors out of guys like me and guys who played for him, like John and Carl and and every man, Mark Eaton, and all those guys who, who were fortunate enough to be coached by him. There was a huge contribution there to their manhood, and that was Jerry Sloan.
0: Honoring the memory of the Utah Jazz legend and member of the Basketball Hall of Fame, Jerry Sloan.
2: Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone, live from Bullfrog Spas, just off 515, off 146 South Head West. You'll run right into us. We're going to talk to Chris Morris coming up here momentarily. Uh, We're asking for our listeners' participation today on the open mic uh, feature on our Zone Sports Network app. Uh, you can record up to 15 seconds of audio. Give us uh, memory or thoughts on uh, on the passing of Jerry Sloan, and we're going to string them all together, and we'll play uh, a listener tribute to Coach Sloan on uh, on Tuesday. We'll also get that up online. So we need your help. Go to the Zone Sports Network app. Download it if you don't have it. Go to the open mic feature and uh, send us uh, up to 15 seconds worth of audio. Gordon, we're going to talk to Chris Morris uh, coming up here momentarily. and. Uh, get another player's perspective on uh, on Coach Sloan and
0: his impact on uh, on our community and uh, the Utah Jazz. Yeah, it's good to hear all these voices today. It's um, I'm enjoying hearing the memories.
2: Yeah, and th- there's been a number of online tributes and and folks on social media, current players, uh, f- uh, current jazz players, former jazz players' uh, reaction. Uh, throughout the league. In fact, I was listening to a news broadcast earlier, Gordon, and it it led the, the news news broadcast. So and no doubt that
0: that Jerry's impact was not just here in Salt Lake and not just in basketball. Yeah. And so many people have memories of meeting Jerry and having an opportunity to see what he was like up close. And so many folks are taken aback. By how polite, how kind, how nice he was, and really, that's the way he was away from the uh, the floor of competition.
2: Yeah, it, it, my interactions with him certainly were were that way, uh, and and. Um, you know, it was a, it was it was really uh, great to cover him at the beginning of my career, and I, uh, you know, like a lot of uh, his players, when they go elsewhere and come back, uh, appreciate it more. You know, you've heard Deshaun mm-hmm. Stevenson uh, say that that he didn't appreciate Jerry enough while he played for him, and and I believe Darren Williams has expressed uh, similar things. But it, it's that way from a media perspective too. You look back on that and. And realize how how great it was dealing with coach sloan uh let's get out of the sprint special guest line gordon sprint they make it safe and easy to get what you need online visit sprint.com for online services and local store availability uh former jazz player of course he is chris morris with us back on the big show hi chris how are you
1: hey what's going on i just want to say to all uh to the utah fans and uh to the state of utah you know uh much love to y'all, and y'all, y'all brought me memories and uh, and great times, and uh, had fun making friends there. So, Chris, what was it like to
0: be in the locker room with Jerry when he was coaching the team, and uh, being out on the
1: floor as well? And let's start with practice first. <laughs> <laughs> Man, practice was practice was what practice was. You know, we we uh, second team get the beat down. You know, from the from the starters. You know, because they get all the calls, you know, because he, he makes sure they, they don't get hurt first. So uh, it, it, it was just one of those things, you know. And then, you know, with him in practice, it leads into the locker room, you know. Uh, you practice how you play, you know. And I think he got the best out of all of us there Practice practice first. Um, that, that tells how we play, you know. If we didn't practice well, we won't play well um that i think that's the upsetting thing that he he didn't like uh, for what uh that brought for the for the organization as well as uh himself because you know he was he represented toughness you know because he played back in the day with uh Willis reed back in new york i think and um that was a tough dude back then and so he's he's about that toughness in practice where he expect everything um to be for what it is because uh, I didn't know that by me coming from New Jersey, uh, me on a, on a, you know, from a losing standpoint, you know, every yeah, we're not making the playoffs, we're not doing this, we're not doing this right, uh, until we start winning a little bit before I, uh, I left New Jersey. Getting to Utah was a different kind of ball game. You know, it was expectations of each player that came uh, to the Jazz and, uh, I I kinda like you know, my first year when I didn't have thirty four, I had forty three. Um, I was wasn't in greater shape, but I think by being there I got in better shape and I got in better in tune with the game with uh with great players, you know, with you know, a power forward that can pass as well as uh running for a uh, a guard who can run a team, set screens, don't mind being hurt. Um that showed me a lot, you know, and, and it was all about business. And, uh, and I think when I came, but when I came there, when I came there, um, it was all about business. They, th- they taught me how to be about business and it, 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 and it, and it led to more fun and then more, you know, camaraderie with the guys and the coaches and making sure that we understood the game. Uh, we talked about it and, uh, and Sloan, Sloan made me realize what it was, you know, and I, and I thank him for that, and as well as uh, Phil, uh, Gordy, you know, and the rest of the, you know, the squad that was there in um, the time that I was there. Man, I, I, I really enjoyed the whole entire time. That really, that, that taught me a whole lot. You mentioned
2: Coach Chiesa. He was actually on our station a little bit earlier today, and he said that Coach Sloan really had a talent for getting the most out of his
1: players.
2: Why Why do you think that was?
1: Uh, it was toughness. Uh, he brought toughness, and you and look in his eyes, and I think he expects you to look into his eyes and, and see the fight. And uh, and I think that's what he brought. And I think um, when when Sloan being up on the um, laden, um, as I recall when I was uh, with the Nets, um, you know, from the old uh, Salt Lake Palace where Sloan started um, with Frank Layton, you know, Frank Layton kind of was a different kind of guy, <laughs> you know. Um, and, and I can see that, you know, um, from from watching TV from the West, to, you know, from, from East to West. Um, I think Sloan developed his own style, the way he won things. And uh, I think Carl them, bought into it. And then I think uh, his staff that he put together bought into it as well because, you know, J.A. was like the defensive guy. Uh, as small as he was, his brain was just like on point about um, getting things done for, from our perspective of uh, defensively uh, with the team and fine-tuning us together uh, as one. Um I think that built on the relationship with that, uh, but Sloan expected everything on both ends. You know, you, you if you do everything half, you know, I'm, I don't want to sit on the radio, but if you do half eight, you know, you won't get the best out of you. So um, he really taught me how to do that too. And Gordy did the same thing because uh, it helped me with my defensively more than I uh, for the West Coast style. Um, because the East Coast was a little bit more different than uh, than West. Um, which, you know, it, it, it turned out that where I had to bring both, you know, and, and that kind of like added to my game to where I got a chance to play where I felt comfortable. Um, um, I wasn't griping about anything because it was a lesson learned for me because I wanted to win. Um, we had our opportunity there, and I think Coach Lawrence understood that too. Um, but I think, you know, for me, I, I I just appreciate that he gave me an opportunity to to come to Utah. And um, still, were able to utilize my skills, and also still make friends with with people that my kids was enjoying at the time uh, of growing up with for a short amount of time, and uh, becoming friends with a lot of people there that I, I still uh, stay in touch with, which is a great place. And a lot of people, like I'm gonna tell you this here, a lot of people keep telling me, "What about Utah?" I said, "What about Utah? Utah is the best place to be." You know, that's why Sloan's still there. That's well, Mark Eaton is still there, you know, uh, you know, and guys like that that's been there. Um, it's, it's a it's, it's a place of a place of being, you know. You can uh, do your thing, and I think I appreciate that too. I knew I had to move on uh, from that situation, but um, I still had a lot of respect for him because he was tough on me, and I was tough on myself because I knew I could do better. But I think he he expected more, and I think. Uh, you know, I wish I could have gave him more because I think for for my knowledge, I know in his heart that we should have two championships in there in Utah right now.
0: Chris, I like the way you said that because you were always a talented scorer, but it sounds like you were really hungry to come out to a place where there was good structure, uh where the coaches knew what they were doing when uh you had an opportunity to play team basketball. And that's one thing about Jerry. He everybody wants to play more, right? But he he seemed
1: like a, a guy that the players thought was fair. Yeah, he, he was, you know, um, because you know I left. Like I said, I left Jersey. It wasn't a lot of structure, you know, because I had too many coaches. Um, but I did had I had great coaches. I had um, I started out with Bill Fish. And then all of a sudden I started off. Um, I had Bush Beard, then I had. Um, Chuck Daly for my last uh, few years there, which that gave me a little bit more taste of the playoff uh, when the structure was best of five. And in my mind, I didn't like the best of five. Um, But getting to Utah, I had to learn a whole different style of play. But it wasn't no different than uh, me being in, in Jersey. But I had to understand what the structure is what the coaches want. Uh, because I don't have those East Coast coaches no more. I have West Coast coaches who want more out of their players, who want to be able to play harder, sacrifice a lot. Which, you know, mean I can easily do a lot of scoring, you know, when I got there but I didn't. Uh I really wanted to fit in and, and, and utilize my skill in different ways to, you know, to to, to main that stature with how they play the game over there in Utah.
2: What's the first thing that comes to mind when I ask the question what did you learn from Jerry Sloan? What
1: I learned is being a student of the game. There was always a paper or sheet or a a scouting report on your seat in the locker room before a game. Study this, study that. Uh, And if he asks you a question he wants you to know it by heart. So that's when I knew I had to really step that game up because I didn't have that, like I said, on the East Coast where you had to talk about players uh, before the game. So he was asking everybody that, and, and he was straightforward with it, which which, which kind of got me intrigued because now I know what I need to know when I go out there and play. And I think if, if you don't know that, that means you're going to lose out on what you should know about this player when you play. And then if you can't perform with your expectation of what he wants, you'll be sitting and watching. And that was, and I'm not that person to sit there and watch. So that means I became um, very adapted real quick to what he wanted and, and and used it to my ability.
2: Chris, we can't thank you enough for coming on with us today. We really
1: appreciate it. Yeah, I, like I said, I mean, I, I appreciate you guys, I man. I think you know you guys are uh are doing a great job over there. I know it's been a while for us. Um guys that have been there and not been back in a while. But uh but I love for Utah is uh um, is always gonna be one hundred. Um and I know for my short amount of years there for three, um, it's gonna always be in my heart.
2: Well, we appreciate you jumping on with us today, Chris. Thank you very much. Hey man. Love y'all. Chris Morris, longtime NBA player and former member of the Utah Jazz. And, you, you know, talking to, to these folks who were close to
0: Jerry and the players, I mean, they're feeling it today. You could hear that in Chris's voice for sure. It sounds to me like he kept saying over and over again how much he was looking forward to playing for Jerry and playing for uh, the, the playing the kind of offense and defense that the Jazz were so good at. And... He had some good coaches. I mean, he listed some of them off, but uh, Chris uh, Chris wasn't always the most structured player in the world. And uh, when he came to Utah, it was like a whole other deal. Yeah, that was that was a great interview. Uh, great job,
2: Austin, tracking down Chris. That was that was a, a good voice to have on these airwaves today. Very, and very good. Of
0: course, good. he he was on those great jazz teams. So, yep. Yeah. Celebrating the life of Utah Jazz legend. Jerry Sloan. When I stepped down, a lot of people said, what about you stepping down? What were you thinking? I said, I had
2: no doubt at all that Jerry was going to take the team to next level and he did do that he was a great coach he had the thing that coaches need he was going to have respect from the authority above which gave him authority and he was going to have the respect of the
0: players and they knew him by reputation and nobody was going to outwork him he was the type of guy who didn't cry over losses he didn't complain about the schedule or travel or
2: anything else he just came to work as he used to say he used to come to work like a a guy going to work with his lunch pail and ready to pitch in and, and do whatever he could he he, he was a great assistant. He was a better head coach in the rest of the history. I mean, he coached his way right into the Hall of Fame.
0: Honoring the memory of the Utah Jazz legend and member of the Basketball Hall of Fame, Jerry Sloan.